That's why it's important to talk about these things. I would think that love is one of the most important principles of our Christian walk because it's who God is. And we should be a perfect representation to the world around us of who God is. Obviously, that's a never-ending walk. That's a never-ending struggle. But we have to struggle. We have to work it out each and every day. To embrace justice and righteousness. That you would put away all the things that the world has tried to put on you. Walk in love. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Ben Church. Today we are going to talk about the love of God, continuing our conversation about the love of God. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 24 that because of the multiplication of wickedness in the world in these last days, that the love of most will grow cold. And I refuse to accept that for my life and for my family and for my church. But I want to be one who perseveres to the end and to be saved. I want to have a good testimony that people look at me and they see love in my life. When people hear my words, they're words of love. So we're going to continue in 1 Corinthians 13. We're going to pick up right in verse 5. And it says, Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking, it is not touchy, or fretful, or resentful. That's powerful right there. That's a good picture. Love does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Now think about that for a minute. Remember, we can substitute the word God for love. So God does not insist on his own rights or his own way, for he is not self-seeking. Some people would disagree with that, I would think. Some people say would say, well, God always insists on his own own way, his his own rights. He has this law that we have to follow. If we don't do it, we're going to hell. Well, think about this, though. God has lovingly set forth a path to life, to liberty, to all the good things that he has to offer us through the person and the life, the sacrifice, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, his son. But he doesn't insist on that. He's not self-seeking in that. In fact, it's for our benefit. It's for the benefit of his people and all that he would call. For God's not willing that any should perish. Think about that. God's not willing that any should perish, even though that people do. His desire is for all people to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So we have a choice in the matter, and he's doing it for our benefit. So that does fulfill what that says here. Love Or God does not insist on his own rights or his own way, for he is not self-seeking. So I'm going to insert myself into that passage right now. For Ben is not self-seeking. I do not insist on my own rights or my own way. I could spend days meditating on that, realizing the times in my life that that has not been true, that I've been self-seeking, that I've insisted on my way, my way or the highway. My goodness, it's almost embarrassing 
how I've lived many years not walking in the love that I knew was in my heart, not letting God live through me. But this is a good contrast of who God is and what he is not. And this should be contrasting in our lives. As I read this, I realize all the times that I've failed, that I haven't done the things that God wanted me to do because I was too self-seeking, that I've hurt other people. But that's not God's way. No, no, no. Let's continue. It's not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. That would solve a lot of problems if we just focus on the love of God in this earth so that we would not be touchy, that we would not be fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. I think each one of us in our sinful natures has a record book of wrong. We keep track of the wrongs done to us. Sometimes we lash out. Sometimes we are touchy. But we can easily be resentful. We can easily hold a grudge. We can easily have a book in our hearts that keeps track of every wrong ever done to us. That has a list of wrongs built up against all the people in our lives who have harmed us, whether they intentionally did it or not. We keep that record in our heart. Well, this is saying that God's not like that. The love that he's placed within our heart is actually contrary to that. So we have the ability to let go of that resentfulness, to let go of that touchiness, that fretfulness. We can throw that book of wrongs away, never to be written in again. Wow. Let's continue. Verse 6. Love does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. That's my prayer for America. That's been my prayer for the last several years, that righteousness and truth would prevail in this nation. It seems to me that this nation has just been overrun with unrighteousness and deception and lies. All of our media, to me, feels full of lies and deception that everyone has a hidden agenda, that they're trying to tear down our country, that right is wrong and wrong is now right, that all the principles that our country was founded upon are trying to be destroyed, overturned, misaligned. And that just seems like all throughout the whole world. But love does not rejoice at injustice, any type of injustice anywhere. In fact, God sets up laws and governments to justly rule his people. And that's why, I mean, America, when you think about the founding of America, in America's founding documents, that was their declaration. That because this government had failed them, because the, the king of England and his taxation without representation and, and the such had failed, it, it ceased to be a righteous governance and had oppressed the people, that the people within themselves have the right to throw off that government and to establish a new government based on righteousness and truth. And you can, you can clearly see how God is in that, how God has those principles that he gives to humanity, and he rejoices at right and truth. And whenever rightness and truth prevail, God is happy. He's in it. It does not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness, but love rejoices when right and truth prevails. So that's a clear picture of what love is not. 
Those are the negative attributes and characteristics that are not full of love, are not from love. That when we see these things in our lives, in our society, we should turn from them. We should cast them out. We should correct them, repent from them, and turn towards the Lord and and let the love of God rule and reign in our hearts. So my prayer for you today, that you would recognize the things that the Lord is speaking to your heart, to root out the negativity, to root out the worldliness, to root out the deceptions and lies that the enemy has tried to sow into your life and, and trip you up with, that you would embrace justice and righteousness, that you would put away all the things that the world has tried to put on you. Walk in love. Tomorrow we're going to talk about what love is, because it goes from having negative attributes of worldly characteristics to actually, in verse 7, telling you what love is and how you can actually succeed in walking in love. Remember, you are the church. You are the light of the world. That's why it's important to talk about these things. I would think that love is one of the most important principles of our Christian walk because it's who God is. And we should be a perfect representation to the world around us of who God is. Obviously, that's a never-ending walk. That's a never-ending struggle. But we have to struggle. We have to work it out each and every day. We have to hold ourselves accountable to each other. So find someone to be accountable with to develop the love of Christ in your heart and in your life. Remember to be quick to repent when you do fail. Turn towards the Lord. He'll make it right with you. He'll make it right with those around you. Walk in love today, because you are the church. We speak the blessing of God over your life today, which is the blessing of love. We pray that from His glorious, unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. We pray that the Messiah will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him and that your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience today the love of the Anointed One. And we pray that as you go about your day, you will be made complete with all the fullness of life, love, and power that comes from God. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then, share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com, to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.